Right now, Cholula, one of America's favorite hot sauces, is teaming up with Jack in the Box for the Cholula Buttery Jack. With Cholula hot sauce, crispy jalapenos, and pepper jack cheese on a signature bun. Try it with Cholula fries. Jack! Can you cool it with the guitar, please? Sorry, just got a little uh, excited about the burger. <clears throat> Try the Cholula Buttery Jack from Jack in the Box. Part of the Buttery Jack family. Limited time only at participating restaurants. Unbelievable. I'm done. I'm done. What's up, Jane? I don't know where our guest is. What's up, Michelle? <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Joshua T. Berglund's morning gratitude but it's afternoon edition yeah it's like it's 1 p.m pacific and we're doing morning gratitude again and uh why not because it's uh it's never too late for gratitude how's everyone doing today there he is so in appreciation of autism acceptance day we're having one of my friends tom island back on the show it is um he was on the show a couple months ago, and it was a lot of fun, and really enjoyed having him on here. I got to see him this last weekend at the Lifestyle Hackers event. Let me turn my phone around. Um, everybody listening right now on iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Spotify, iTunes, uh, any podcast network that we're being heard on right now, um, yeah, you can check this out. You can come join the interview over at Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude on Facebook, you can check us out there. Uh, everyone comments. We uh, comment, ask questions. It's a lot of fun. But I'm really, really happy to have Tom back on the show. Um, as I think I've shared with you before, I have a little bit of experience um, with autism. Not in the sense that I have it, but I dated a girl for several years that her son had it. And it was just a really profound experience because... You know, I think if we shared this the last episode um, that we talked with Tom, it really can be a superpower. And he really has embraced that. Like he's somebody that is using this, what most would consider a, a challenge or a difficulty, he's using it to really be a superpower and change people's lives. So it's just super cool to have him on the show again. So we're with, really, we're just going to get into it. So good seeing you guys again, ladies and gentlemen. The one, the only, Tom Island. Hey, buddy. Hi, Joshua. How are you? I'm good, man. Well, actually, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm, I'm stressing out because I've got this new online calendar and I cannot, <laughs> I, can't, I cannot get it to work for me where it's an actual benefit. Right now, it's just stressing me out. So other than that, I'm terrific. How are you, man? I'm doing really well. It's a, a very full month ahead of me with April being Autism Awareness Month. 
Awareness Month, or as we'll talk about today, Autism Acceptance Month, as it's being called. And I have a number of speaking engagements lined up, and I'm here at my mother's house, actually. We're filming a documentary about work we do with police officers and training young people how to interact with police. So we're making a difference at uh, the personal level and also making sure that people stay safe. Okay, I want you to get into that, but really quick, what are you grateful for today, Tom? Certainly. I'm grateful for autism being not only acknowledged, but also being accepted, and that steps are being taken to put people and their dreams into action. So we've got autism awareness, we've got autism acceptance, and we have autism action. And I'm so glad that so many landmarks and buildings and... Uh, governmental bodies around the world are acknowledging autism today and as you mentioned it has its challenges but it also has its superpowers and i'm grateful that there are people out there speaking up and out today so i want you to talk really quick i obviously i want you to talk about the, what this month means to you but talk about the superpowers like talk about how because people when i talk about being bipolar being a a gift and a superpower for me. I get some people that have bipolar disorder and go, you're a freaking maniac. You like, this is, that's not true. It's not a gift. And I disagree. It absolutely is a gift. Yes. I have to protect myself in certain ways. And yes, I have to kind of build a bubble around me in a way to make sure that, you know, I'm not uh, biting anyone's face off or, or completely losing it or allowing my lows to affect other people but I do look at it as a superpower because it allows me to do things that honestly normal people can't do. So for you, explain what the superpower is to you. Something that I have that I consider a superpower is the ability to memorize movies word for word. I see them multiple times and then it starts to stick with me. I got entire Jim Carrey movies memorized. He was one of my favorites. <laughs> Forrest Gump is another classic that I really enjoy. And also the ability to think like a superhero in a sense. Like growing up, I loved Batman. Right. And started thinking to myself, what would Batman do? Or how would he solve this problem? Or what would he do in that situation? And that allows me to move forward. And gifts of people with autism are a very wide range. And some of them could be very abstract. Like there's a gentleman I heard about who can go on a helicopter ride over a city and then draw that city skyline to the scale. Oh just, my gosh. Yeah, that's just the beginning. And we've, we've also seen it in television shows as well, like The Good Doctor, about uh, Dr. Sean Murphy having autism and thinking visually, like what, what's the system look like? Or if I put the scalpel here, what does that do? And while there are, there actually is a, a nurse, there's a nurse out there with autism, a registered nurse, her name is Anita Lesko. She's been really well known and featured in the autism community for the work that she does. And artists, I mentioned like the drawing of the gel of the skyline, but also right. people with autism that draw pictures, make beautiful music, they write poetry, all of these uh, fine and performing arts that they do that allow them to express themselves. And this is particularly important for those that may not be able to verbalize their thoughts or feelings sure. as easily as you and I do. So wow. where there's challenges, some gifts, and some hidden talents, abilities, skills, if you will, start to emerge. 
and start to make us think and question our way of thinking. Sure. Yeah, and that's true because a lot of times our way of thinking is so... Um, what's the word I want to... Limited. <laughs> Be, I mean, think about like how normal people have limiting beliefs about what they're capable of. Like that in itself just shows you the way that we look and judge others for, you know, different ailments that they have. It's God, it just makes the world so small and boring. But yet, you know, when you're somebody that's embracing what's considered disability and using it as a, as a superpower or gift, all of a sudden it opens up the world in this amazing way that's inspiring. So I, I love that. I want to ask you, what is, what is, or do you, I don't know, I mean, are you dating anyone currently? Like, what is dating like with autism? Uh, I am currently dating, I am currently dating someone and it's a very, very interesting and unique ride, if you will. <laughs> and I was just talking about this uh, for the Be Safe documentary that I'm making today, that when I was younger, I could talk about Star Wars all day long. It's been one of my interests for, since I was a kid. But girls are not that into Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, that's a bit of a turnoff for them. So my mother basically taught me that a conversation between two people, whether it be boy, girl, boy, boy, girl, girl, that's like a tennis game. I serve you the ball and you have to serve it back. If I keep serving, 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 serving about Star Wars, the person's going to walk away. <laughs> Right. So talk to me. So do you have your book with you by chance? Uh, come to life. Yeah. Not on me at the moment. Okay. It's available through my website. That's thomasisland.com. And that's in the comments. I, I, I just wanted to tell you that I had the privilege of seeing your book uh, when we I saw you in Las Vegas. And I'm really impressed. The quality was uh, terrific. Tell everybody about your book and what it's about. Sure. And then, so that's the book that just came out. It's called Come to Life, Your Guide to Self-Discovery because 
we're finding that the outcomes of people with autism, particularly as they grow up into adults or transition to adulthood, the outcomes are not good. They're not finding love and relationships. They're not moving out of mom and dad's house. They're not graduating from college or finding permanent gainful employment. Right. So what my mother and I have done is we're taking a step back and asking people with autism to ask themselves important questions and also to know yourself, love yourself, be yourself. Wow. It's the mantra that I created. It's my secret to success. And when people with autism know about their diagnosis and understand how it affects them, and then help them see themselves that it's not the end of the world and a diagnosis sure. does not have to define you. And that by working with those parents, those teachers, those therapists that want to help you be your best self, not change you, but be your best self, right. then you can start to live the life that you want. Because life doesn't come to you, to all those people playing video games, waiting for something. <laughs> yeah. It, you to come to life. So whether it be physically you get up and get out there and do something, whether you start to see that you are worth it and become a little less depressed, sure. whether you mentally get out of your own way, see that you have the potential, or maybe even have a spiritual awakening that you are part of something bigger than yourself, that's going to start your path to a life of purpose. That is amazing, man. Um, so tell us, you, you mentioned training the police department. Talk about that. Okay, well, I mentioned I have a bunch of Jim Carrey movies memorized. I'm <laughs> starting to learn how to drive, and he's had some not-so-good encounters with police. Uh, liar, liar, dumb, dumb. <laughs> I'll go south pretty quickly in those movies. So my mother gave me this card that says I have autism and describes what that means to keep with my license. Right. And one day I pull over, pulled over, and I think to myself, oh, that officer wants to see my ID. Into my pocket. Oh shit! Thankfully, officer said, "Yeah, oh shit, is right." Thankfully, this officer said, "Sir, please keep your hands on the steering wheel where I can see them." Oh. Whereas he could have pulled out his gun and taken things to a really bad level. But that was just me, and I can graduate from college, get my CPA license, have jobs in corporate America. But even if I don't know what to do in a police encounter, or at least at that time, what makes us think that people with autism? know what, what they're supposed to do. And their only tool, two tools in their tool belt right now, which is fight or flight, and neither is acceptable with the police. So, <laughs> no. My mother, training, my mother started training the police. <clears throat> LAPD actually knocked on her door when she was president of the Austin Society of LA. And she started training the officers by herself. Wow. But then an officer said to her, I could know someone has autism, but if they run, I still have to chase them. And if they fight me, I have to fight back and win. Who is teaching the young people to not run and not fight? And the answer was nobody. So my mother created an entire movie wow. to be safe, to teach the young people how to interact with the police. Training the police is not enough. It's no longer enough. We also have to show the young people what to do when they meet the police and also break down any negative stigma like the police are the enemy or they're coming to get you or... It's not the case. They are people just like you and me, and that they want to get home at the end of the day safe to their families. So we are putting on events, my mother and I, called uh, Be Safe Interactive Screens, where we bring together trained police and young people with various learning differences, and then we bridge the gap. 
make the introduction so they're no longer strangers, they'll know each other and see who they interact with in their community. And then it's going to really make things a lot more safe for both parts. That is, it's so inspiring. Like anybody to me that takes like, whether it's their past of, you know, drug abuse or addiction, which is addiction uh, or or like being bipolar or having autism and they take it and they use it for good to educate, to empower. And it makes, because a lot of the problems that we have in this world, it seems, are just simply misunderstandings. Like, it's just not understanding. Like, it's different, but why is it different? I remember in second grade, we had somebody that had Tourette's um, in our class. And for the first month, we could not figure out why in the world, because we didn't know. It was the first time. It was second grade. Why in the world is this, this person having these outbursts? And finally, somebody came in and said, hey, this is what's going on and explained it. And then it allowed people to have compassion and they were understanding and then they were more accepting. And then all of a sudden he was able to have friends and he wasn't shunned. Like it's so important that we all use our voice to say, hey, this is what's going on. This is who I am. And let us adjust. And if we don't adjust, then guess what? It's our problem, not yours, because everyone is special the way God made them. Like, and again, you're, 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 the way that you're using your autism is so special. Like, it's awesome and it's inspiring and it should encourage anyone and everyone to use their voice. I think it's terrific. And many times people, People with autism are nonverbal or may not be able to speak as effectively as right. you and I are. But once they find some kind of communicative device like an iPad or someone sure. to get their words out there, then they start to verbalize what's on their mind, how they're feeling, etc. They recently had a girl in Canada who had been nonverbal her entire life, learned how to type, got the iPad, <laughs> finally was able to say so many things that her parents never heard before. and even said how it felt like there was one time she described it feels like my legs are on fire that's why I want to go swimming and and that ties into another area of safety that my mother and I are working on is people with autism are very much at risk for drowning and so we talk about water safety talk about uh, go if somebody goes missing look look at water for ponds lakes rivers pools because that might be where they end up and I didn't know. Just one example of how somebody found their voice, and myself included, and is now making a difference and inspiring people to find their voice. That's amazing. Uh, really quick, I want to give a shout out everyone listening right now on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, on Spotify, on iTunes. Thank you guys so much. Everybody watching on YouTube and Facebook Live, welcome. Um, we are with my friend Tom Island, and we are here talking about Autism Acceptance Month. So tell us what this means to you, because it, I, I know what it means to me, but I'm not the one that has autism. What is this having this month of recognition? What does it mean to you? Well, this month is significant because there was a time where autism was considered a disease or some kind of illness that had to be cured or treated immediately. Right. And the time where it was considered we need to bring awareness to this, we need people to know about it. Right. And 
what is autism, how does it affect somebody positively and maybe not so positively. And this ties into the know yourself part of my mantra. Like knowing about how you have it, how does it affect you, what are you good at, where you can improve, and everyone has something they can improve upon, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Right. But we have moved and evolved a little bit to the times of, okay, we're aware of it, but do you accept who you are, or do others accept you? It's not a disease or an illness, it's not going away. If anything, it's showing up more and more in today's society. And rather than think it's something to be cured, treated, or changed, instead, see that the person has value and that they are worth it, and you love them just for who they are. I love it. And that ties into the second part of my mantra, love yourself. Because once you love yourself, accept your diagnosis, warts and all, <laughs> others love you in return. And that... I hope to... I hope to see things take a step even further in the third part of my mantra, be yourself or be your best self. I'd like to see Autism Action Month because you can know about your diagnosis, you can accept yourself, or you can have others be accepting you, but what are you doing to be the change you want to see in your life, as Gandhi said? What are you doing to help yourself and others and make a world a better place? What can you do? help someone with autism in your life, whether it's being a friend, consider them for a job, help them get their college degree, mentor them in something that they may struggle in. There are things that we need to do that will make the change we want. Because we can talk about it all day until the cows come home, <laughs> but until we actually have some action implemented, an actual plan being put into play, then we will start to see the change. Well, that goes for, frankly, that goes for everyone that's even alive. Like, what are we doing? Like, we're all to contribute to this earth. We're all to give back. That's what we're called to do. We're not, I mean, we've, a lot of us have become very uh, selfish, you know, and and it's what me, 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 what about me? What about me? But really, that's not what we were put on this planet to be, to do. That's not why God created us. Um, I I love that, man. I, I think it's amazing that what you're doing what tell me t- when did like are you are you on a special diet i think i asked you this last time but you know some people a lot of parents put their children on special diets whether it's gluten free or no sugar or or are you on a special diet like that because i've seen you out in public and i mean honestly you would never know that you had autism no, you would never know Uh, throughout my life, and this is common with an autism diagnosis. Oh, and wow. There are parents who will take their children off certain foods and the digestion will improve or they won't get sick as often or the symptoms won't show as often or as in high frequency, but the autism is still there. You don't cure someone of their autism just by eliminating something from their diet. And for me, I've discovered that... Uh, Taking soda, I took soft drinks. I had cold turkey about five years ago. Wow. And I lost weight instantly and started thinking more clearly. And I ate healthier and more green vegetables. I switched from soda to herbal tea. And so that's an example of how I started to watch my eat and how my weight is, and I'm keeping healthy. 
And there was a time where I couldn't have certain foods or certain textures. Sure. I'm avoiding uh, broccoli for like the plague. I thought it was like a fungus in my mouth. <laughs> Tasting new foods and not having like macaroni and cheese all the time. Yes, it's good to have that predictable, consistent knowing what you're going to eat. But and my mother and I are actually doing this. We we offer what are called come to life guided tours. Yeah. We do. We we offer to people a tour of our book chapter by chapter. Part of the know yourself chapter is we offer people different flavors of potato chips. Some of them might be orange in color, one of them might be like a taco flavor, one of them might be potato skin flavor. And we ask them, just by looking at it, do you think you're gonna like it? And then we have them taste it and they say, oh, that was actually really good, I misjudged. Or they could be like, oh, no, no, I don't want that right yet. <laughs> actually give it a sample, will you know for sure? Uh-huh. So, by the way, okay, I got to be curious. What kind of tea do you like? What's your brand? Uh, uh, I like uh, Yogi. Y O G I. Oh yeah, they have the they have the little on the tag. They have those little daily sayings like a fortune cookie, but for tea. Yeah, I'm a big Yogi guy. I like I, I like the Yogi tea a lot. That's hilarious. So, does when you let me ask you this: when you do eat dessert and have something with sugar in it, does it trigger? You any of the like the side effects of autism? Does it trigger you at all? I, I might be a little more uh, content, if you will, or I might uh, also lose some of my inhibitions. I, I I do know my limits when it comes to alcohol, in particular. So if I have a drink at dinner or during dessert, I'll know when I'm starting to feel a little. When you start taking your pants off and dancing on the table. <laughs> That's that's normal, dude. That's not autism. <laughs> that's not autism, man. That that's normal. <laughs> so I, see, and I'm like that with sugar because sugar makes me crazy. I I was at church yesterday, and for the first time. They had donuts out because I guess it was Easter and de- Easter and donuts go hand in hand. I don't know. Um, but I'm sitting there looking at them going, oh, my God, I want a donut so bad. I want a donut so bad. I want a donut so bad. And I knew if I had one, I was going to be a maniac for the rest of the day. And I said, you know, never mind. I can't do it because I, I'm one of those people. Like if it's one thing like that, then I've got to have 50. And I know how it changes my behavior, especially with my bipolar disorder like it can make me so nasty and moody so i have to avoid sugar um but dadgummit i love donuts like just love them so what else is on your heart man i i i you know i'm so happy about your documentary that's super exciting do you want to talk about that yes so be safe the movie that my mother made and the work that we do with the police it's slowly but surely catching on to what's going on in society today. Like, we right. have a lot of school shootings, a lot of increase in crime, and there was a suggestion that the Parkland, Florida school shooter was on the autism spectrum, and 
was socially isolated, rejected by his peers, had an interest in guns, and that made for a recipe for disaster. We don't want people with autism to be branded as potential terrorists or dangers to society. No. Quite the opposite. We need to show young people that the police are your friends, they are here to help you, and train the police is not enough because people are quick to say, ooh, the police didn't know about autism, train the police, train the police, train the police. But wait a minute, what do you think the the person with autism didn't know in that situation? Sure. Let's focus on that. So the movie Be Safe has been around for about a good five years now. It's slowly but surely starting to catch on in certain societies and uh, lots of educational programs are investing in training teachers how to use Be Safe with their students and having uh, the content be streamed into schools through Teach Town. It's an online subscription system. But we find if we can really pitch to organizations, and like for instance, my mother actually has a call with the CEO of the Autism Society of America at the end of the week, and the CEO wants to take this Be Safe initiative national. She wants to have something on film, interviewing the people involved, seeing the magic happen, understanding why we're doing this and why it's imperative to everybody. Even if you don't have a learning difference or autism, you still need to know, stay where you are when you meet the police, <laughs> obey their instructions, no touching their equipment or the petting the police dog, no yeah, reaching into your pocket unexpectedly like I did. The police tell us, if, if everybody knew this stuff, our job would be a lot better. So, yeah, don't touch the nightstick. It may get shoved somewhere you don't want it. Don't don't feed the dog biscuits just uh, or pot brownies. They don't like that. Don't do it. Wow, man. Wow. Um, we need to make a documentary about this and put it on film so people can see it and understand why it is so much needed. Oh, I agree, man. So, I mean, how's how's life going for you? I mean, everything good? Well, I'm starting to look ahead into the future a little bit, and I think I have at least maybe one or two more books in me, and I'm currently, I don't know if I mentioned this in my previous interviews or in my bio, but I am a distinguished Toastmaster through the Toastmasters Air National Organization. Wow. It's like getting a PhD in public speaking. They have an accredited speakers program. There are only about maybe 75 accredited speakers in the world. And I have auditioned and applied to become one. And so I'm really looking to make myself more well-known and give myself credibility and have others see it, really. Sure. That I'm an articulate and motivational and inspirational speaker and that I can come to your organization and really empower the individuals, specifically those that have autism or other learning differences, in your organization. Right. So that's what I'd really like to do in the years to come. Have the credentials to do it, have the credibility to do it, and have other people see that I'm the guy that knows some answers that you may have questions about. Okay, so I typically, when I end the show, I always ask about the giraffe, but I asked you that last time. So yes. I've, got a, I've got a different question for you that I'm going to ask. Right. Um, but I do want to say this. I... Like I've I've now been around you in person for four times, and I am just really impressed with you as a human being. And and I it, it inspires me how 
you've used this, again, element, as most would call it, as a blessing for the world. And you're a solid example of what it's like to be just a great human being. And I commend you. I'm rooting for you. Like, there's really nothing that you're going to go do in this world that I'm not going to root for. Um, I believe in you. And I think that you're just going to be a world changer. And you already are. But I mean, more so in a, on a bigger level. And everything from the speaking to your books to the, what you're doing with the police. And it just, you're an inspiration, man. And I'm just blessed to know you. And I'm blessed to call you a friend. And I'm so happy that you came back on the show i'm so happy i came back no thank you man so tell us something tell me something i don't know uh, i like to ride roller coasters in my spare time where's your favorite roller coaster uh over here at six flags magic mountain in santa clarita it's called tatsu t-a-t-s-u the saying is fly at the speed of fear so you get strapped in and then they actually rotate the car so you're dangling oh, it's like you're flying and I love that sensation oh my gosh that just gave me chills I want to go do this right now that sounds fun um, man listen again thank you so much for coming on the show today just, uh, just such a pleasure man thank you check out my website too Right. Island.com. You can find my book there, upcoming speaking engagements and video. And hope to talk to you again soon, Josh. You will, my man. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful rest, rest of your week. I guess it's Monday. Have a great week. Have a great week. <laughs> See you, man. Bye-bye. Bye. Man, that guy's awesome. Like, he's awesome. And uh, so go, you guys, check out his website. You should check out his books, too. They're so well done. Just an amazing human being. Uh, again, like I said, blessed to have him as a friend. Thank you guys for joining the show today. Michelle, Lauren Harris, Henry, Kim, Jeanette, good to see you. Sampath, great to see you. Karen, thank you so much. You guys have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.
deal with a different guy. Ever tell you different, then it's a lie. See, that's my family. Yeah. 
Yes.
Hi, I'm Jack Box, and for the millions of Americans living with a taco obsession, my new $3 taco deal with three of the tacos you love and a small drink can offer relief. Relief for people like Janet, who changed her name to Mrs. Taco. Actually, it's Ms. Taco. Or Dave, who celebrates Taco Tuesday every day. Taco Tuesday! No, Dave, it's Sunday, and it's your wife's birthday. Oh, I should get her some tacos! So please, try my $3 taco deal today. New at Jack in the Box. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Small fountain drink.